Well, hello again, listeners. This is Jamie O's Pause Face. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in to my station uh, yet again. This year is almost out. Christmas is approaching. Um, I haven't been doing this long, but I'm just so thankful that you guys have been hanging hanging tough with me. And um, I hope that your week is going well. And I hope that um, you'll just continue to keep supporting me because when I see that, you know, a lot of people start listening, it, it really helps, you know, me to want to just continue to give you guys uh, to bless you guys with the holy word, you know. So <laughs> um, so school ended Monday and um, I passed my classes. So praise the Lord for that. Um, right now I'm, I'm not sh- quite sure if I'll be able to go back, uh, for the spring semester because, um, I didn't meet the GPA requirements, even though I passed my class because, um, for the summer semester, I, um, didn't pass one of my classes and, um, they put me, they had me sign an academic warning, um, paper saying that I absolutely have to pass these classes and even though I did I still need to pass the class and have the right GPA so um you know I appealed for that and I'm just praying to God that you know he'll uh you know bless me to be able to go back another semester okay but uh hopefully you guys will keep me in your prayers about that as well um I hope you guys, like I said, are having a great week. I know Christmas is coming up and, you know, a few short days. And y'all probably out there getting your gifts and family members traveling and things like that. And that's what really, you know, makes me feel even more uh, blessed because I know everyone that tunes in have busy lives and, um, you know, things like that. And you still have time to uh, listen you know, and that's nothing but God. It's nothing but God. God moves and he he does things. Um, another praise I would like to say is that um, God has been blessing our church with different types of ministries. I mean, we got um, we have the uh, personal ministries, which is overhead. Um, a lot of like the uh, community, community things and things like that. But now they have even like subgroups to the to the personal ministries that people are inspired to do just like in their neighborhoods. And a close friend of mine um, that goes to the church, she just started a women's ministry. And I think it's like so, so good because uh, we as women... Uh, you know, we have to encourage each other in the Lord. And um, it's so easily in this fallen world to be discouraged. And um, <clears throat> we actually, Tuesday night, she started the her very first um, class, which was a vision board party. And um, for those that don't know what a vision board is, it's basically just like magazine clippings and like um, book clippings. And you just paste it on a, a, a cardboard paper. You know, and it just shows like visually, 
you know, the goals that you want to accomplish, you know, because some people are, you know, visual, some people are, you know, better like with hearing. And, um, you know, it's just another source of that. Me, I'm visual. So I put my <laughs> on my um, my board. I have one from last year. Um, it's like two goals on there that I didn't accomplish. But, um, you know, Lord is willing. We'll, we'll get into that today because, I mean, we'll get in. I'll hopefully accomplish those uh, coming up this next year. And if not, you know, that's okay. Just keep working at it, you know. Um, so today, guys, we're going to go right and jump into prayer because it is kind of late. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you, Father, for um, this day, Lord. I thank you, Father, for your holy word. I thank you that... Um, it's really nice that Christmas is approaching, Lord, and there is um, gifts and, you know, it's nice to be with family and to eat good and um, to, to watch the snow fall and, you know, all of that great stuff. But what, what the meaning behind it really means is that your son Jesus was born into the world, that he took on the sins of the entire world, Father. I pray that the listeners out there and myself, Lord, that we would won't get caught up in the aesthetics and all of that other stuff, Lord, but we'll just ponder um, um, all the goodness that you've uh, given us, Lord, through your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. I thank you, Father, for sending him to make a way when there was no way, Father. Um, I pray, Father, that um, you would uh, be with me, Lord, and that your Holy Spirit would uh, speak for me and help me to... Um, Break down it, it. Break down the word in a way that uh, the listeners will be able to understand. Father, um, I thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your truth. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, guys. So um, this episode is going to be about patience. Okay. So where we're, we're going to go to now? We're going to go to Exodus thirty-four six. Exodus 34 6 it says and the Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord the Lord God merciful and gracious long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth verse 7 keeping mercy for thousands forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin by no means clearing by no means clearing the guilty Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Okay, now let's go to Numbers 14, 8 through 18. So it's a couple chapters over. Numbers 14, verses 18 through 20. It says, uh, the Lord is long suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers and the children to the third and fourth generation. 
pardon the iniquity of this people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven this generation. Just just have you just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt even until now then the lord said i have pardoned according to your word but truly as i live all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the lord okay so in these two separate chapters you can see that um god is talking to moses um moses was um chosen by God um, to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and um, but most important thing I want you guys to see here is that God is God uh, long suffering and patience is a character trait of God you know he says I'm merciful I'm bounding and um, abundant in mercy I'm uh, I forgive transgression I'm long suffering but let's go to Psalm 86 15 Chapter 86, verses 15. <clears throat> it says, But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. Oh, turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant. Okay, so I just really wanted to highlight verse 15. Okay, so, um, yeah, we see that, you know, long suffering is the character trait of God. Remember, I said, you know, um, uh, God is a trinity, you know, even though he's one person, but he's made up of two other people. He's Jesus, and then there's God, and then there's the Holy Spirit, but they're one still. So the fruit, let's go to Galatians 5, verses 22. Let's start at verse 22, as it just ties right into it. This is where we first hear God I mean, this is where we first hear about um, in the New Testament. It's right before. Um, Corinthians, second Corinthians. OK, five. Verse 22. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness self-control against such such there is no law okay so um the holy spirit is uh, a part of god i mean there's still one that you know so the spirit has nine fruits that um that into that it entails and um so god gives us when when we accept as believers when we accept uh jesus as our lord and savior the Holy Spirit lives inside of us and they will the Holy Spirit helps cultivate and uh, help us to produce these nine fruits. That's why I said, you know, from the last uh, um, episode that I did that um, we were going to, you know, try to break down each fruit like I did goodness and truth <clears throat> and our patience, which is the uh, fourth fruit of the spirit um, translating to uh long suffering um it means patience but we're going to go to one more um scripture which is romans 2 4 1 
So Romans is right before Acts in the New Testament. Chapter 2, verses... Chapter 2, verses 4. That's right, yep. It says, Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? Knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his own deeds eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory honor and immortality but to those who are self-seeking and who do not obey the truth seeking but obey unrighteousness indignation and wrath tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the jew first and also of the greek but glory honor and peace to everyone who works what is good to the jew first and also to the greek for there is no partiality with God. That's one of my favorite uh, scriptures. That was um, Second um, Romans verse eleven. God is not favoritism. You know, he he is justice. He's righteous. He um, you know, he just everyone gets the same. You know, it's not. Um, I love that about the Lord. Okay, so um. So we're going to be reading, we're going to be jumping around a little bit because there's so many stories in the word of God that talks about uh, patience and um, um, endurance and things like that. And I know a famous one that you guys probably have heard of is the story of, jo uh, of Job, how he, um, you know, the devil, how God allowed uh, the devil to tempt and um, basically ruin Job's whole life, you know, and just to test and see how faithful he would be for God and um God ended up blessing him fourfold because he never cursed God he was patient even when um God took his children away from him um he blessed him and multiplied him double for that um specifically now we're going to go to um we're going to be going to not now first I want to break it down a little bit what uh long suffering is um, but specifically, but uh, right now, since it's the holiday season and it says Jesus is the reason for the season, we're going to go to uh, Luke chapter 2. But um, just a second. Okay, so the Webster's Dictionary says that long suffering means. I mean, people would think it means suffering long, long suffering. <laughs> okay, but it actually says having or showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those, especially those of, especially those caused by other people. I think that's fair to say that, you know. Um, but the Bible breaks down um, long suffering as it's two words. So long uh, means um, temper, literally like long-tempered. Uh, to be long-suffering then is to have self-restraint when when one is stirred to anger. 
so that's what uh the how that breaks down so we're gonna go to oh just a second okay so it's a long-suffering person does not uh, retaliate or punish. Rather, he has a long fuse and patiently forbears. Long-suffering is associated with mercy and hope. It does not surrender to circumstances or succumb to trial. God is the source of long-suffering because it is part of his character, like we talked earlier. Um, so... Um, We're going to go to 1 Peter 3.20 and then 1 Thessalonians 1.3. Okay, 1 Peter 3.20. It says, Who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long-suffering waited... In the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight souls, were saved through water. Yeah, so, um, God was, you know, he, he was so, he's so patient. Patience comes from God. Um, we think about, um, like I said, the story of Job, and then there's, a few other stories. There's another story in here, uh, with, with, which is in the earliest chapters of Genesis, which is, you know, with Abraham and his, his wife, how, uh, you know, Sarah was impatient with having, a with, you know, um, was impatient with God giving her a child. So she, um, used, uh, her servant Hagar, uh, to get impregnant, you know, to impregnate him so that, uh, she can have a child. Uh, but God ended up granting her, uh, to have a child when she was 95 years old. And, um, you know, she, God didn't like that. God was patient, you know, God was patient with her, but, um, God was patient with her through her impatience <laughs> rather. And, um, he still blesses us, you know, cause he doesn't, uh, want us to, um, um, you know, just, it's a lesson in everything. And I'm going to get to that, that God just, you know, he allows things in Hebrews. Yeah. So like I was just saying, so now let's go to first Thessalonians one, three. It says, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. So, like I said, and God, he, you know, another story in the word that with the Israelites, I don't know, that's a really famous story. Uh, the Israelites continually, con con continually kept sinning, continually kept uh, depending on uh, the golden calf, depending on um, everything else, but actually truly loving God. And God continued to have mercy on them. He gave them manna while they were in the wilderness. And he, um, you know, even though that was a judgment, now God is patient, but he can be impatient because he did lead them into the wilderness um, uh, for 40 years uh, because of their disobedience. And um, 
you know, but he was still, he still protected them. He still gave them everything they needed. And all they did was grumble up under their breath and, you know, just complained all the time. Um, you know, so God is so merciful and patient with us, even as believers or, you know, well, not as believers, even as people that don't have a relationship with God. God is patiently waiting for them to come to him. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I was saying. Um, I think it was um, in uh, John, I believe it says that there's sheep that are part of my fold that I haven't called yet. Or, um, you know, I haven't called yet, but they're on their way to me. So, you know, once we, the, the saints, uh, you know, share the word of God and uh, preachers and people hear the word, you know, that uh, people will start to believe. They'll start to uh, wonder who is, who is this Jesus? Who is God? And they'll uh, see God for themselves. And once you see God and you in his hands, that's it. You know, he, he, he's all there for us because he loves us anyways. And he wants us to come to him. So, I mean, it's, it's a two-step process. I know I said that when he draws himself to us, because God, you know, like I said, God is infinite. You know, he already knows every single detail of our lives. He knows exactly when we're going to come to him. He knows exactly what to place in each circumstances that will allow us to come to him or you know they're all specifically tailored to each person um each their own you know but our part is receiving it receiving him when he um you know draws us and that's what he does like i said he gives us this call uh for us to continually come to him and um you know he's just very merciful in that way uh so now we're gonna go to um Romans 12, 12. So we're going to go back to Romans 12, 12. And then we're going to jump into Romans. I'm working on a little bit more structure, guys. I know uh, sometimes I'm a little all over the place and um, getting a little bit better <clears throat> with structure of uh, everything so just pray for me work, work with me stay with me and okay so this goes right along with the other verse that i just read rejoicing in hope patient in tribulation continually steadfastly in prayer i mean i think that we all can agree that we can all be more patient you know with ourselves with our family members with people on our job um with with everything you know um and sometimes we we want things to happen when we want things to happen and but the course of nature is not in our hands it's in god's you know but god knows that still <clears throat> and um you know so this verse just goes on just saying you know for um for the believer or someone that um that has received God or wants to just know more of God. God just says it's just to love. Let love be without hypocrisy. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. And honor giving preference to one another. So that means loving each other is holy. Because I got confused in that last part. I mean, what do you mean giving preference to one another? <laughs> uh, it just means, um, so regardless, like, you're loving your brother holy. 
you know, because God says that, like, that's the greatest commandment to love me with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and to love your neighbors as yourself. So that means without partiality, because the love of God is without partiality, like I just said. So wholly loving him, but giving preference to one another. So that means that whatever need that that person has or, um, you know, whatever you know, it is that God has revealed to you that you know that you can meet their need, like loving him in that way, you know, because love can, is, is an action word. It can be it's displayed in in a way of action. So, um, and he says, not lagging in diligence, but being fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in a tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. Okay, so let's go to that verse that I was just talking about. Okay, so um, we're in Luke um, chapter 11, verses, um, where am I at? Oh, wait. Okay, guys, uh, we are in... Let's go to Hebrews uh, 1, Hebrews 12 verses, and we're going to uh, read verses 1 through 7. Hebrews 12 verses 1 through 7. Okay, it says, <clears throat> wait, 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 oh, I'm in the wrong book. <laughs> okay, really, really fast. Let's go to James 1, 4. It says, but let patience have its perfect work. In you that you may be complete, not lacking anything. So um, with, that is just talking about like the patient, um, like we just read um, not too long ago. You know, just saying being patiently waiting for God. You know, when we suffer, when we go through things, um, we have to patiently, um, you know, wait on the Lord for those things because um you know that that's showing that's exemplifying our faith and um it's going to be times in life where we have even longer like job he experiences long long hardship um and god saw that you know because but we have to remember that god's timing is, is completely different from what our you know narrow uh, minded time is you know he gives us this 24 hours but um you know god is so big you know so for him he just uh, we just have to trust in him and wait for him okay so uh hebrews 12 says therefore we also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us Looking unto Jesus, the author and, and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured, 
the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured, Jesus, such hostility from sinners against himself, unless you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin, and you have not for forgotten and have you not forgotten the the exhortation? And exhortation just means um, communicating uh, to someone um, like urgency, urgency, like talking um, about something urgent that you need. Um, have you not forgotten the exhortation? What speaks to you as sons? My sons, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure, because remember I said um, another word for, I feel like patience and log suffering is to endure. Like they're just one and the same. You can't have patience without enduring. So it says, if you endure chastening from God, God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us and we paid them respect shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the father of spirits and live for they indeed for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them but he for our profit for our profit that we may be participators of his holiness now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present but painful nevertheless afterwards it yields the peaceable fruits of righteousness to those who have been trained by it and we're going to read a scripture at, um, in a moment um, that just talks a little bit more about the fruit of um, the fruit of um, the fruit of patience okay guys it's late over here but I love you and I want to get this this episode posted okay <laughs> bear with me okay um we're gonna go back to okay just a second so yeah uh so we are still in hebrews 12 um, so we see here um, um, that God is, um, you know, Jesus endured for us. You know, he, en he endured the cross of Christ, you know, for us. And um, he became sin. Him who knew no sin became sin for the entire world. And he says, he goes down to, um, you know, he tells us in, in verse 1, you know, about making sure that we be effective witnesses um, and to endure uh, the race um, before Jesus comes back. And then verse 3, he talks a little bit about um, that, uh, you know, we're, our endurance is uh, not is not even closely compared to what he endured on the cross for us, you know, but um so he, he just encourages us to, to not grow weary and to just continue to lean on him in dependence um, because he strengthens us through our his spirit that's inside of us um, to help us to um, 
have patience, have joy, have, uh, you know, not to, um, you know, go off of our emotions all the time. And, um, <clears throat> and he disciplines us through those things, you know, just like, um, with the children of Israel, you know, they, um, they were, uh, really stubborn hearted and ungrateful and, it, it provoked a God to anger. He was impatient with them because he was, you know, trying to continually show to them, like, look, I love you. I'm, I'm here for you. And they want to continue to depend on what they can see with their naked flesh eyes. You know, they didn't see God as a spirit. They didn't see him as being their everything. They're, they're all, you know. And so God disciplined them. But even he, like he said, he disciplines in love. And, um. He uh, always uh, he always produces something good, um, like he said. If we endure chastening, uh, because uh, we learn patience, and patience is perseverance, and perseverance is you know we produce that fruit, and then that's something that um, you know God will continue to. Uh, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's something that we all have to continue to learn uh, to learn from how to build. Um, but I wanted to actually talk a little bit about, okay, first let's go to that scripture where I was talking about the fruit. Okay, so we're going to go to Luke chapter 8 verse 15. <clears throat> well, I thought it was an 11, but I guess not. 15. It says, but the one, we're in verse 15, but the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed. It is a vessel or puts it on the bed, but sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. For nothing in secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to the light. For nothing is secret that will be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to the light. Therefore, take instruction how you hear. For whoever has, to him more will be given. For who, whoever does not have, even what he seems to have will be taken from him. So, um, God is just basically saying here that, um, in this last verse, is saying that, you know, we ask God, he gives to us graciously, but it's not going to be in our timing you know, it's going to be in his timing and um, we just have to trust in him and, and endure. But that doesn't mean we're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, so that's what that means. You know, he's saying that um, if you don't depend on him, which the things that you have, because you're depending on your own strength, those things will be taken away from you because <laughs> we depend so much on our own strength. And we just know like, oh, if I do it this way, if I do it my way then, um, you know, I'll be better off and everything like that. But really, we're just digging our own self into it. It might work out for a little bit. It might work out for a while. But um, God's way is always better. You know, he knows what's best for us. Okay. Um, 
It says, but the seeds that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. So bearing fruit, knowing that the fruit of the Spirit is patience. So if we do good, if we keep God's commandments, um, and we suffer with, with having the mindset of Jesus, you know, he's saying that we'll continue to bear more and more fruit. Um, because it's not like, it's not what we're doing, it's what God is doing through us. Only thing we have to do is depend and trust in him and, um, you know, um, uh, just be humble and uh, we'll, you know, he'll continue to produce that fruit of patience in our lives. Okay. Um, let's go back to. Okay, so um, I chose the story that we're going to do. We're going to jump right into the story now. Um, it's a lot of scriptures. I think I really broke down what long-suffering is. But um, Jesus is the perfect example in the Bible. All of, all of the, the different uh, translations, Jesus is the perfect example of humility. Like I said, because he died on the cross for our sins. He, uh, you know, was beat beaten. He was uh, uh, hit. He was abused. He was spit on, and um, he never, he never did anything. He patiently waited because he knew that all of these things must happen, and that he was obedient to God. He was obedient to the Father. Um, he, he, he sought after his, he, he sought after uh, God's own will instead of his own, and I'm sure that was that was tough. You know, that's why when he was in the garden, I mean, that's why when he was praying with Peter and John, he, he prayed to God, let this cup pass for me. That was his human side because, um, you know, it didn't feel good. And um, that's that's part of weighing on God is knowing like, look, Lord, I'm, I'm suffering right now. I know that, um, you know, I know that you're with me. I know that you exist, but I just want this to be a way. I just want to take this cup away from me. I just don't want to have to go through this. I want this right away. I want this when I want it. And, um, it's not saying, like I said, we have to, um, be sad or be, you know, um, just, oh my goodness, like, you know, be angry while we're going through these things. And, but, um, God tells us the way. So we're going to be going to Luke chapter 2 and um, just a second. And um, I chose this. It's not it's talking a little bit about uh, the birth of Jesus. It's not really talking about um, I'm not going to be really specifically talking about the birth of Jesus, but it's, you know, it, it's about one of the persons that was involved in in around this time period um, when Jesus was born and I thought since it was the Christmas was coming up and and this is what uh, Christmas is about what better demonstration than to what better illustration than to go to um, you know to be in this um, scripture so really really fast I want to go to um, and break down just a second Okay, so um, 
Yeah, like I said, you know, Jesus was that perfect example. But not only that, but God also was patient with us, you know, just because of um, him him waiting for, for us to respond to him in faith to Jesus. Um, God is not willing that, you know, all of us should die. Like he said, he wants all of us to come to him. He wants all of us to come to repentance. Um, <clears throat> if you think about, uh, like I said, the lives of, of uh, people that are affected by, by patients, you know, with a family, friends, um, like patients with healing. And um, our nature can be short-fused at times, but, um, and we tend to just, like I said, you get upset, you get to retaliate, you say unkind and unforgiving words to people. Um, and then that, you know, helps you, that overall gives you an unforgiving spirit. But by obeying the Holy Spirit, which is a part of God that's in a believer, um, you can say no to retaliation and, and to, and give you, and give the other person mercy and, um, have a long suffering attitude because God is long suffering with us. We can't, we can, and we must be patient with other people. We must be patient with ourselves because God is in the process of healing us. God is in the process of healing, um, of restoring relationships. He's doing all of these things. So we just have to trust in him. Okay. Just a second. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going to jump to, um, Isaiah, uh, nine, two. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 through 7. <clears throat> it says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you, O Lord, according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder. His shoulder. The rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian, for every warrior sandals from the noisy battle, and garments rolled in blood, <clears throat> will be used for burning and for fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the incense of his government and peace. They will be, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So this is talking about Jesus coming into the world, you know. Okay, let's go to uh, Lamentations 3, 38 through 41. And then we're going to go to Lamentations 3, verses 38 through 41. <clears throat> 
it says it is is it not from the mouth of the most high that woe and well-being proceed why should a living man complain a man for the punishment of his sins let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the lord let us lift our hearts and hands to god in heaven we have transgressed and rebelled you have not pardoned you have covered yourself with anger and pursued us. You have slain and not pitied. You have covered yourself with the cloud that prayer should not pass through you. Um, then if you jump to verse 55, it says, I called on your name, O Lord, from the lowest pit. You have heard my voice. Do not hide your ear from my sighing, from my cry for help. You drew near to me on the day I called on you and said, Do not fear. O Lord, you have pleaded the case for my soul. You have redeemed my life. O Lord, you have seen how I am wrong. Just my, judge my case. You have seen all my vengeance, all their schemes against me. Okay, so... <clears throat> This is just talking about, um, you know, God is God is is God. He's sovereign. You know, when things happen to us, uh, sometimes those things happen because um, we of our own disobedience, because we try to handle things in our own way. And the other things, God, ultimately, God allows all these things to happen to us. And we know he, he does that because he wants to teach us something. You know, we know that all things work out to good, that those that love God. And we know that we can't question God's ways because his ways are way higher than our ways. Um, you know, so waiting on the Lord is, you know, it, it involves, you know, completely depending on him. And it involves a willingness to allow him to decide the terms. That means that regardless of of what we want, we have to just surrender completely to him. Okay, and secondly, it involves the timing of his plan. Um, that means like when you're tr trusting in God uh, with the, the timing of events and, and the way things are going to go, you know, it's, it's hard to do that. It's very hard. You know, um, we all, like I said, we all need patience. Um, um, but when we wait on God, um, we it just it produces, like I said, uh, the character, our character in him. And that's what God wants. He wants us to have his godly character and to throw off our own humanness. <clears throat> to wait on the Lord is to expect something from him in godly hope. And hope does not disappoint, as he says in uh As he says in Romans 5, 5, hope in him does not disappoint because that hope is in Jesus. You know, Jesus came and died and rose again and is still living right now just for us to give us this hope that we have, um, to give us hope in him, you know, that we can have. Okay, so um, I think that's good. Okay, McKay. Seven seven. So it's quite a few different um, scriptures we got here, but uh, okay. <clears throat> yes, 
Yeah, so it says, therefore, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy, when I fall. I will rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be the light to me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him until he pleads my case and executes judgment for me. He will bring me forth to the light. I will see his righteousness. Then she who is my enemy will see. Okay, and then Psalm 73, 23. Psalm 73. Verse 23. I love this entire chapter. <clears throat> Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me to glory. Whom have I had in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Yes. Okay, um, now we can go to, <laughs> finally, now we can go to, uh, really quick to, uh, Luke 2. <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. Proverbs 20. <clears throat> Just want to make sure I have these uh, scripture notes down to kind of support my point or support this thing that's going on. Okay, chapter 20. Okay, really, really quickly, we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 22. It says, um, do, do not say, I will recompense evil, but wait for the Lord and he will save you. Okay, then in uh, Psalms 140, it kind of goes along with that. It says, Psalms 140, verses 7. <clears throat> it says, Oh God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. Okay, so um, we just have to wait on God. You know, we have to endure uh, evil and we have to just wait on Him. And that doesn't mean that we just. Um, like I said, look frumpy or be angry. It just means, okay, Lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope in you, Jesus. I'm gonna trust in you, Lord. I know that this plan, that this plan you have is mightily, and I'm gonna just be happy about it and um, give you all my worries and just trust that this plan is going to reveal um, a far greater glory. Okay, um, in Psalm 46, uh, 10. It says to be still and know that I am God. But um, 
and then in um I'm sorry, yeah, be still and know that I am that I am God. And then in Exodus, it says, uh, Exodus 14, 14, it says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. <clears throat> so being still means that <clears throat> we have ceased. It means that we have ceased from following our own agenda or unrealness. We have stopped trusting in our own strength and willpower. We are waiting upon the Lord to exchange our weakness for his strength. Okay, that doesn't mean, like I said, be 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 upset about it, but we're just going to let because all things come from God. Anyway, our strength, our abilities, uh, everything of this world, it, it came from God. So these are all gifts from God, but he chastises us and he disciplines us so that we can learn to depend on him instead of in our own human frailty. OK, let's go to um, we're going to go to Luke. Luke 2, <clears throat> it says, and it came to pass, wait a minute, where should I start at? Okay, let's go to uh, Luke 2, verses 7. Let's start there. And she brought her firstborn son, which is Jesus, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and in the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid then the angel said to them do not be afraid for behold I will bring you good tidings of great joy which would be all to all people for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord and this will be a sign to you you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of people multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men so it was when the angel had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to to one another let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass which the Lord has made known to us <clears throat> so the angels um came and let uh the shepherds know that this uh baby that the that the that Jesus the God was going to come and save the entire world so they said okay we're going to go to J to Joseph and Mary so we can see this for ourselves <laughs> and then it says and they came with quickly and with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger now when they had seen Jesus they made widely known the sayings which was told before them and before them concerning this child and all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds when Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart okay so let's go down to verse 22 now when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed they brought him to they brought Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as it is written in the law of the Lord 
Every male who opens the womb shall be called holy in the Lord. Okay, let's go down to um, verse 25 now. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. The Lord is Christ. So it came by the Spirit. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents, Joseph and Mary, who brought brought the uh, and the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law that means the circums uh, child uh, circumcise all the the male children I think that's in Leviticus 12 he took them up into his arms and blessed God and said Lord now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared before the face of all the people a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel and Joseph and his mother marveled at the, these things which were spoken then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother behold this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against him yes a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed <clears throat> okay so this is getting kind of long but i just wanted to touch in this uh simeon we don't know exactly the time frame simeon waited until he actually um <clears throat> Um, to be able to see Jesus, but I know that he had to been anticipating it like this is the savior of the world And I'm gonna be able to hold him this God in my hand before I pass, you know But he was patiently he, he patiently waited he trusted in God he while he was waiting on God He did great deeds for the Lord. He served other people. He met other people's needs um, He was just always available to minister and um, he got to hold Jesus before he passed. And I mean, knowing that, look, I've inherited the, the kingdom of God. Um, that's all that I would need. But um, <clears throat> I pray that this was a great message for you guys to know that God is still working on all of us. God will give us patience. Once we rely on his strength instead of our own, we can get through anything, you know, because there's a lesson that has to be learned in any circumstance that we encounter but we have to depend on the holy spirit to to help us too because we are flesh we know god is going to help us but the holy spirit is going to basically tame us so that we can uh see things through spiritual uh through the spiritual eye instead of our fleshly eyes uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this message um i pray it was a blessing to you and um, continue to keep bearing fruit, your fruit of patience and letting it cultivate and grow. And um, uh, we're just going to have a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you, Father, uh, that you are so patient with us, Lord, in so many ways. That you stand beside us, Lord. And um, even when we do things that don't please you, Father, you still have so much mercy and grace for us, Lord. Um, I pray, Father, that um, the listeners out there, Lord, that they would um, learn to try to... Um, 
trust in you, Lord, and depend on you for strength, Father, um, as they produce their patience um, and their long-suffering, Father. Uh, also produce mine, Father, towards my family members and friends and workmates and people that I meet, Father. Because um, you said that my vengeance is not... It, it, it doesn't produce your righteousness, but when we wait on you, when we rejoice and be glad and serve other people, then you help us, Father. You help us to be holy like you are holy, and that's the entire plan. Thank you, Jesus, for uh, the joy that we have and, and the salvation that you give us. And I pray this in your son's name. Amen. <clears throat>